All right. Hey, Trish. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, getting ready for my exam at the end of this week. Should be something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been prepping for it, so I'm sure you're pre- you're ready to go with it and going to ace it. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of prep work, so um, should be okay should be okay um aside from that i really haven't been doing much just kind of been like hiding in my house <laughs> yeah same like I, yeah. I i don't like going out i say it's too people uh yeah like me and the husband have just been like playing more dead by daylight and catching up on dragula and yeah that's that's really it like <laughs> Dude, by the way, you suckered me into playing Dead by Daylight, and I'm kind of hooked on it. Honestly, like, it's one of those games you start playing, and you're like, fuck, I'm never, like, I'm, I'm not going to play this. And then, like, you can't stop playing it, even though some of the other people that play it are absolutely fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, I've gotten got one of these where, like, literally the, the person would just stab you, leave alone. Because, so, you know, they have, like, that red light. Mm-hmm. when they're coming to get you like we'll step away and then when you start to move or recover or someone comes to help you they'll get you and get the other person oh like yeah that's the campers that's the worst I haven't had that happen in a while thankfully like luckily like when they use you as bait um or like it happens usually like towards like the end of the game if thing like you know what I mean like if there's only like two survivors left like sometimes it's a tactic that'll be used but I don't, I, I don't get it that much I get people who literally just stare at you while you're on the hook until you die yeah I've <laughs> never had that I've had the like the the I've had two campers um, this week while I was playing. Otherwise, just like they, they either stab, they either get, get you and hook you, or they get you and go and leave you alone. Yeah, like there's most people are good. Like they hook you and then they just like bounce right away. Um, some survivors are terrible though because they'll just like they just rush in right away and they don't even give the killer really time to like leave at all. And that's even more frustrating because you're just like fuck you, like. Like, know what you're doing. Don't Give fuck up my a- shit. Like, <laughs> thank you for the unhook, but like, you don't need to fuck up my shit in the process. Like, give them time to leave. Like, like yeah. If, and if, if you run in three if- seconds after I'm hooked, it doesn't give the killer adequate time to like even leave the area. So, like, yeah, of course they're just going to turn around and come get you. Right. It's Why like, wouldn't they? Give <laughs> them a break. Be nice to the killer. Yeah, I try and be nice to the killer every chance that I get, um, especially the really nice killers. Like, um, a couple weeks ago, I had a killer that was just, like, running around with us and having fun. I think it was during the the blood hunt, or the blood, like, yeah, the blood hunt or whatever. So, like, the double, the double blood points for that week or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that was a really fun week. I had, like, a lot of killers that were just, like suit like they were just like fuck it let's get all the points we can get because it's just like all the blood points you can get right so just like we had a lot of fun i had one killer that was just like chasing me around and like encouraging me to draw pallets on them to get pallet stuns (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't mind playing games. Like, I've played games with people like that are like that. They're like, okay, the rules of the game are this, but we can skirt around it and everyone has a good time. Yeah, when it gets stupid like that. See, like, I enjoy those stupid games where it's just like, no, let's just fuck around and be stupid. Like, let's just have fun. Let everybody enjoy yeah. it. I love I love those those people. But like there like there's people that no are pressure. So, yeah, there's these people that are so like anal about the game, like the campers. They're just like, I'm gonna kill everybody. It's like, dude, there's no fun in that. Yeah, like yeah, no, I don't I don't understand that strategy, like but I honestly like doing the challenges a lot, so like I don't think I've done a challenge yet. I just go and try to 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 play. You get so much more blood points for doing the challenges. You get like 15,000, 25,000 blood points for completing a single challenge. It's like when I first started playing, like I couldn't get the skill check. Like I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working until you explained it and I got it. Yeah. But the the thing is the skill set bar is so tight and so small you don't have time for unless you know how to click time it and I don't have that yet. I gotta keep practicing. Oh wait, do you have a switch light or a switch like a regular switch? No, I have a light. I don't hook it up to anything. Oh damn! So you can't you can't hook it up to the TV. No, I can't. Yeah, see, I I play it like I play mine on the TV. <laughs> well, there you go. See, no, I have to- <laughs> absolutely yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> like I work when I work at night. Um, I ha- I literally have my light plugged in. My laptop is plugged in on one side. My phone is plugged in on the other. My um iPad is plugged in, my Apple Watch is plugged in, and my Switch is plugged in. Jesus. <laughs> that is intense. I swear, literally, like, that, that, that's it. And the, at the end of the night, it's 100%. It goes all day without anything, and I look it up every night. When I don't work, I'm screwed. <laughs> I usually plug Byron's Switch in during the day for him, because he has a light, so... Okay. He'll play, yeah. He'll play on his light sitting beside me, and then we'll play together, which is good because then we can have a little bit of communication. So when like the killer's doing shady shit, we can communicate with each other about it and be like, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I yeah. like that. When like the one once or twice that we played um, with with the call, that was fun. Like I like that. Yeah, like full, like fully ten out of ten. That is technically illegal gameplay. Alright. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it you is. Were- you're not supposed to like technically you're not supposed to be um oh, no. talking to yeah, talking to the other survivors. Yeah. It's like super what? unfair advantage. But like if some what? killers didn't behave the way they did, then it wouldn't really generate a need for communication. Right. Like, have- for that have- level of communication during a game, because like I've had some games where like it's like a perfectly normal game. So like even though we'll have the chat open with like I'll have a voice chat open with people. We won't actually be like the killers over here. Like the only thing we might give each other information about the game is like, um, it's this killer. Yeah, that's what we did. We talked about anything, anything, and you're just like, and you and Byron just like, oh, it's a Michael Myers killer, or it's this killer, or that killer. Yeah, and that's just like handy to know because like if it's the wraith, okay, now like now you know to like look for that like weird, glitchy, invisible shape, right? And then like smiley face you know that like he's probably gonna pop out of fucking nowhere because when he's crouched he doesn't make the like heartbeat terror radius sound right so it's just like there's certain characters killers where you're like it's beneficial to like be aware of who it is at least because then you at least 
have an idea of what you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of killers and all that, you said you were catching up on Dragula. Yes, I have been catching up on Dragula. I'm fully caught up on Dragula. Actually, we watched, we finished how watching. Good, we pushed it to like it? late last night to catch up, but. Oh. Yeah, but it's so worth it though. Like, how do you, how are you liking the season? Because we're right at the finale. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, literally the finale is on Monday. Um, no, I'm really enjoying this season. I'm glad it's back. Um, I, silly, like, I haven't watched the Resurrection episodes yet, but, um. No, it's just one episode, really. It's like a one-off special. Okay. I thought they did two of them. No, I think they might have done, like, a two-part, but it's one thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um, no, I'm really enjoying this season. Um, it's super cunty, and I do know that like apparently production had to like pull them aside and tell them to pull it back because it was getting too much, which well, is hilarious. Could, like the we we saw the Last Supper, like that was a lot of drama that hadn't been seen before on Dragula. No, it's no different than any other Last Supper for Dragula. They're always pretty volatile. They keep the boost flowing aggressively for a reason. Yeah, but like it felt like there's a lot more drama, especially between um, like Mary Cherry and everybody else. I, like I don't know. I felt like I felt like there was more drama throughout the season, but I felt like the reunion was really no. No different. No different, honestly. Like they're always pretty volatile, and like the like they're they're always being asked questions that kind of put at least one person in a weird position. Yeah. Like it's a you know what I mean. Like it's a common theme for the reunion, which is like I was a little disappointed that they should like previewed a bunch of drama this time instead of doing like the scene where they bring all the girls back from the dead because like I knew it was going to be drama. First of all, we already saw the beginning of the season. We knew this cast is like fully ready to go into it, but like every Last Supper's been pretty dramatic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, you know, like they're always getting asked awkward fucking questions and like, you know, it's like the time to hash out all the bullshit on this show oh. for sure. Like this, like that's your moment to like like I didn't like this you said this to, you know what I mean like this is your moment and that's like that's what they give you yeah I, yeah true 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 that's just how I feel like and I, I I do enjoy it because like especially like on the some of the less dramatic seasons it gives everyone an opportunity to be like okay you know what like this was said and I didn't really appreciate it or I didn't understand or gives other people time to clarify or whatnot because like they haven't seen the show at this point right either so it really is just like a hash out for them yeah that is true like by the time we get to see all the drama and they've already filmed everything yeah like they've they've done the whole kit and caboodle it's not like a it's not like a drag race reunion where it's at the theater and the whole season's aired and you know what i mean now they're like waiting to figure out like well, they all get crowned and then we have to wait for the episode to air <laughs> for us right. to find it, you know what I mean? But like, it's not like that. We're like, 
the Dracula girls haven't had a chance to see the footage. So like all of their conversations really are based on what they experienced while they were like, you know what I mean? Recently filming. Yeah, and I like that about it. Like, yeah. There's genuine conversations happening. Yeah, there's no time to watch an edited cut and then come back and be like, well, like, blah, 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 blah. Because like, you know, like the, everything has to be edited down. They can't put everything. Like the Boulets said that um, Astrid's meltdown um, on their like, because they did like a recap of the first six episodes on their okay. podcast. Um, and they said um, that like the breakdown went a little bit longer, but they also didn't want to exploit her. Um, they just wanted to, you know what I mean? Like show the situation, but not in an exploitive way. And like, they said that they think they do that. And I would honestly agree. Cause like, you know, it gets to a point where you're just kind of taking advantage of the person. Like the Vixen's eye rolls, they took advantage of that shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, I honestly think that um, the thing with that, that I saw in the Last Supper that I really respect the Belays for, it's like you saw them kind of like trying to be not stirring the, the pot. Yeah. They were like very much like they, they kept tried to make sure everything was peaceful. They kept everybody kind of calm as much as, you know, as much as they, they want the drama, they also want them. They do look at it as like a family and a sisterhood. Oh yeah, well like the like fake cuts that they did, like that clear you know what I mean, where like the cameras were still rolling and I, I refuse to believe that everyone did know that the cameras weren't rolling. Um or maybe like at one point they were just so intoxicated that they didn't care or forgot because definitely like Hoso definitely said, Oh my god, I wish the cameras were rolling or something to that effect at one point. And I'm just like it's like the second break. How do you guys not realize that like they've been rolling the entire time? But like, uh, what was it when they all kicked off their shoes and the belays were like the first? Yeah. Swan was like so over her shoes. These shoes are so uncomfortable. And then Drax like, what are you talking about? You're sitting down. <laughs> oh no! I think the whole thing started because of um, Mary Mar- Mary Cherry. Like she went out on like Skechers or Crocs or something, and they and they all started saying, "You know what? Fuck the shoes!" And they all kicked them off. Yeah, but, like, before that, Swan had, like, complained about her shoes on one of those, like, fake breaks. She's like, oh, these shoes are so uncomfortable. And Drax just, like, looks at her and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're sitting down with your legs underneath you, like a corpse, like, with your legs crooked underneath you, like a corpse who fell off a building. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what a way to tell someone that they can't complain about their shoes being uncomfortable. And then Swan was, like, the first fucking person to be like, fuck the shoes. Yeah, kick them off. No, I love that. It's like, gone. I, like, they were gone. <laughs> like, I, they have such a unique relationship, the Blaze. Well, they, they like, talked about it on this podcast where, like, they, like, they actually do, like, keep a rapport with the girls, like, um, a little bit before filming, after filming, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, um, you know, they talk to the contestants about, you know, like, things that happened and blah, 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 like, after the effect and, you know, like, they care. Yeah, they actually like care. They invest in these people. Like it was like they said in the reunion, they don't bring filler people on the season, like on their show. Right. They don't unlike cast certain, filler people. Unlike certain people. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
but huh, no. What do you mean? <laughs> the only the 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 only filler that's being cast right now on Drag Race is Brooklyn Heights filler on Canada's Drag Race. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you can tell, like the 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 relations, but not just between the boules and the girls. Like you can tell, there's a genuine thing there. Like when they were talking about um, the tour. Yeah. Um, and how they're going to, like, and the top four, and I was like, I don't know if it was mentioned by one of the, I know Sigourney Bieber talked about it, but I think I remember the Boulets talking about it. Um, they were like, we need to make sure who we're bringing is good, not just the performer, because they're all good performers, but they're good with the cast, they're, um, they're good with the crew, they're professional, like, they're ta- they talked about their standards. Yeah. Well, like, you know, they have to because, like, they, you know, they probably don't have, they probably keep it very small. And especially with COVID, if they want to do a tour, they probably have to keep production very small. So it's very easy just to keep people that you already have on your payroll. Yeah, but I'm sure they're going to do, they're going to bring in some other um, previous season girls um, or they might just do this full season. But, like, I liked, like, I'm pretty sure the cast has already been announced for that tour. For the UK portion, at least. I'm almost positive. I think they mentioned most of the cast, but it's probably definitely going to be the top four, and then I'd probably say that um, the whole... Because the cast is small. It's not huge. It's not like 14. Oh, no, we still... No. Sorry, we don't have that. We just have the... We have the cast for the New Year's Eve party. Yeah, I was gonna say they don't they they don't even have the dates yet for the tour. Like that they've announced that they've announced. Well they've announced the dates for the UK tour. Okay. Those are okay. those are already announced. Yeah, they had an ad for it during their podcast. Um right, here, I go. can pull but them up just- right here. Uh they start Tuesday the 15th of March in Edinburgh and they will go through the 31st of March uh, and ends in Bristol so that would be the UK season 4 tour starring Uh the Blay Brothers and featuring the top 3 monsters of season 4 which now I guess is the top or the final 4 monsters of season 4 yeah that was a nice twist I enjoyed that I did not like the way they did that to Hoso that would me and me and Byron were like sitting here almost crying for her. We were like, "That is such a rude way to do that." You saw like did you literally saw her? She, you like, saw her break. Thing. You saw her start to break. I think the Boulets did. That's too. why when she said "fuck you," I was like, "Good girl, they deserve that." <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. But I love. And it I, pissed me off. They, like, did everyone know that it was going to be a final four except for Hoso? Because like. Well, no one went to comfort that girl. I think they saw something. Like I, I, I wonder if this is if this is it or not. Because you know it is. They do have they do have such a huge hand in the production of the show. Well, they, and- they are the Natalie Nunn of the show, right? Yeah, like. Yeah, it's been renewed for season five. Absolutely, Shutter's doing it again. And I can't think of a better home for them, honestly. 
No, honestly, it's the best, and it's better than Paramount Plus, which is just trying to snatch up fucking everybody anyway, so. Yeah, but um, I wonder, though, like, because, as I mentioned, they have such a huge part in the production and the planning and the staging and everything. Like, they've talked about how they help create, like, some of the cast, the castle or the house that you see in season three. Like, they did it themselves. They crafted it. So I'm wondering, did they actually intend to leave Hoso off? I have, honestly like I have no idea because like I know that like they said like some of the decisions that like they made were like on the season during like this podcast that I listened to were like literally almost down to the last minute <laughs> yeah because you could literally see Hoso start to break and I don't think it got it didn't I don't think it got to the point where like anyone really saw the need to run in comfort that maybe the bullies were like you know what it's top four yeah, like, I don't know if they edited that silence to feel longer than it was, but, like, holy fucking shit. That was just, like, a... That was a bit, like... I'm not, like, brutal. I'm not dissing them. I don't want it to come across as that. It's just, like... I'm, uh, I'm not... I was just, like, my heart broke for Hosa because it's just, like, that is such a weird... You know what I mean? Like, a weird... Yeah. A weird way, and I knew they were. I knew they were saying the top three, right? They they on the final supper, like you know, like three, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a secret, and I guess like you know, like how else, like how else do you do it? I don't know, but that was just like I think that was like probably like the most emotional moment for me of this season, because I just felt so bad for them. Like I was just like. Oh my god, like you've done so well, you got so far. And yeah. like just like shit, like and like cuz no one else really gets told that they're not continuing on in front of the group like that. Right? Yeah. Usually from what I remember Raw of Dragula and even Drag Race of the many many franchise franchises that they have it's always been like you're gone and like the top three when they become top four it's just them yeah and it's always like a quick boom you're gone say your catchphrase and get out kind of thing for for drag race with the boulets it was always top three top four and then they did then they, it was top three then they would do the reunion and then they do the crowning the final episode yeah the fact- that's why I'm like I'm on the fence because like the fact that they did the reunion is a little weird. So I'm thinking maybe. Well, the only did... thing they did differently was they didn't go down to a top three before the Last that's, Supper. That's what I'm saying. I think they planned it to be a top four because otherwise, why? Well, like, I don't know. Like, they say all the time it's their fucking show. They'll do whatever the fuck they want. And, like, I don't know. That's well, one of the things they, I like about it. So, like, oh, I, I don't really it. give a fuck. It, there's no formula to Dragula. No. And that's what I love about it. There's no formula. They actually do take a creative stake in the show. Like, it's not just here's my name or whatever. Like, it's a creative stake. They invest in the girls. Yeah. Well, let's start talking about some of these episodes. We talked about The Last Supper forever. Oh, yeah. Let's catch up on some of them. The one that got to me, though, was um, Jade. 
Jade's journey because to, um, to be honest I didn't expect Jade to end up on Dragula I only saw her from the perspective of being on the other show yeah she surprised me in a good way oh see I've <laughs> followed her since she was on the other show and I've seen all this like weirdness and difference in her and like the difference in like what she's performing so like when I saw her on the Dragula bill I was very excited and I actually wasn't surprised I was like sick good for you good for you like I've talked about it before she does like weird raver Nero numbers and shit like that and like that is very on the alternative drag side it is not like it's yeah it's not like a drag pageant type kind of thing like she does weirder shit now so yeah you mentioned it and then I have another friend who lives in Louisville and well no not in Louisville in Cincinnati and she would go see like I'm going to play in Louisville where like Jade would perform and these other girls and she would tell me like I I, I talked to her about drag she's a huge drag fan and we yeah. talk about like you need to really check out Jade's Instagram um, check out other performances on YouTube like she's not what she was on the other show like and so I was fuzzy surprised but what Kirby was like the, the episode she left like what she was going through with like not being able to be there and her breaking down when her pet died when her cat died yeah that's it's super shitty and they were clearly all there still until the end of filming because they had to be there for the last supper and I imagine they weren't like sending them home and shit in yeah. between then yeah and then that was like the one and then the last supper too was like seeing Hoso and all that what was your favorite episode um my favorite episode I really enjoyed Nosferu, Nosferatu Beach Party just because, like, the theme was fucking just stupid. That was and good. I love stupid fucking things. No, that <laughs> like, was like stupid shit like that really gives me life. And the idea of this just, like, these, like, 60s vampires dancing on the beach in the moonlight was just, like, everything to me. Um, so 100%. That was one of my favorite ones. Um... But then, like, okay, so, like, another highlight for me was after the, like, latex wall suffocation challenge. Oh, that was brutal. Um, So, fucking, what was, when Sigourney came back in. And this, like, this was probably, like, my highlight of the season, just because, like, just the shit that fell out of her mouth, I don't know whether it was intentional or not, killed me. And she just, like, she comes back in, she's just, like, you know, it was really scary, and blah 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 but I totally do it again and I totally watch you guys do it <laughs> right. it's just like such a complete fucking like 180 from like I was scared and my eyelash was in my face and it peeled my face off the first time it came up but I totally do it again <laughs> yeah oh I love it she was just like let's do it again yeah like that fucking and then like what was it like the fucking the cockroach crawling under her wig Ooh, okay. I, that I, fucking I killed me too. Like, just I like, have a phobia of roaches. I can never do that. I tap out. I mean, like, okay, so 
I know that like the roaches they're using are like the kind of roaches that like you can eat and shit and like they're generally grow like they're generally like bred in captivity for consumption of either like pets or humans. Wait, so, what like, the fuck? Oh yeah, so like I'm not actually like super like that like the, the dirtiness of them wouldn't bother me. It would be the sound like the sound because cockroaches actually make a lot of fucking noise. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I I will say it again. I will tap out in a moment. They tell me, what was it in season two or three when it was like they have to jump out of an airplane? Oh, I would have I would have volunteered to do that for someone. And one of the girls was like, "I'm not doing it," and just kind of tapped out. Do you know how expensive that is? Saying no to that for free is so fucking rude. Boulets uh, were footing the bill for you to do like a $300 experience. And it's not like they were jumping out of the plane with the parachute on their back by themselves. No, they were doing like a guided jump out of a plane. So like, no, the Boulets were paying that. They footed the bill. See, you don't say, no, 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 I can't plane. do this. You say, thank you, you Boulets. That's very expensive. I wouldn't mind doing the plane. You fucking tell me I have to deal with roaches. I quit. Like I some quit. of the things, some of the things they ask you to do, I'm like, I would fucking volunteer to do that myself because, like, so fucking cool. Um, like then the fucking dreadnought electrocutioner, ten out of ten would have volunteered to go into that. I would have fucking been like, where's my own button? Like, <laughs> you are stronger than I am. I will. Like, is there a button for me? Because this is gonna be fun. Like. <laughs> You and I have very vastly different definitions of fun, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, like, Dragula, like, to me is, like, like, it looks, like, so much fun. Like, oh, my God. Like, I, yeah. And, like, honestly, like, Madame Ivy is absolutely on the side of more being, like, a creature because I do not consider Madame Ivy to be a woman, really, in any capacity. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, Madame Ivy is, like, she goes by she her but like she is a thing like <laughs> also like i love how they like really push those boule mother boule brothers um like plastic halloween masks vintage halloween masks in the first episode um i think they only, they only made like so many of them and they sold out right away but um yeah they like really um really push those and i loved it because they were so cheesy and they were like it's like this whole storyline where they like possess the person who put them on. <laughs> and the Boulets are making music now, which is interesting. I'm excited. I'll definitely be checking it out when the whole album comes out. Oh, that's right. They're actually doing music. And yes, they are. Um, and I actually do enjoy most of the music that they choose in the show because like I used to go to like the dark raves and stuff like that as well as like I used to go to all sorts of raves so there's when you raving there's like different music that they can play obviously in the electronica genre and there's like darker sounds and happier sounds and then like um so yeah like depending on like what they're playing attracts different kinds of people so there's always like these like dark raves where all the like goth kids would go to and they always played this like really good like down tempo wicked like edm kind of shit it was so much fun yeah i like the music on dragula so i'm assuming the music the boulets will make will be similar 
yeah like the music they use for the uh like well they're, they're doing uh, they're doing their makeup in the boudoir and shit i really enjoyed like that like vibe and shtick yeah, I love it. Like they have good taste in music, but I think it's it's um the in one of the other videos like that I watched on them, they were like, well, they they listen to Ethel Merman while they do the, while the belays do their own makeup. Like that is hysterical. I love how they were like, Hoso, you got to get your shit together. We do our own faces. Like, come on. Like, like oh, yeah. we don't have dressers. We don't have. Like, you can't be using the crew to get you dressed. Like. Right. Well, I think that was that was a big thing about Hoso the whole episode that she's young. Yeah. She's young, like she's very dedicated and very good at her craft, but she is young. Yeah. So hopefully, you I mean she'll definitely go on tour. That's for sure, and she's got a huge following now off of Dragula. So hopefully, oh, absolutely. This will be good. This will translate really well for her. And she can really springboard into a great drag career. Oh, absolutely. Um, what was it? Exorcisters. I liked Exorcisters um, because I love me some Peaches Christ fucking always um i love that fucking was it michael Barati? i think wrote yeah, I think the, yeah wrote the script i know he's i know he's written stuff for them in the past the boulet brothers um and i believe he usually does like um some of the peaches christ like stage yeah. shows yeah well um, freaking legend the I only can't. thing i would have changed is and like and I fully picked up on this right away. Was I was like, oh shit, like why, 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 why do we see the side of the stage? And I was like, oh my god, I was like, that's why I was because they usually do stage shows. So I just wish they would have shot it like it was the stage show. That's like my only critique on that entire thing is I wish they would have shot it like it was a flat backdrop. You know what I mean? Like not a full three walls backdrop. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It could, yeah. It's such a small detail. Like, it's such a fucking minute detail, honestly. Like, it's not the biggest deal. Um, It was still, like, a really good... I love how they were like, we're going to take the exorcist and just, like, gay it up and camp it up and then, like... But not let them go too far with it to the point where it was, like, a joke of a joke of a parody. No, and I love that about Peaches. She was, like... You want to go camp, but you want to rein it in and know when to go camp. Yeah, because it's it, it'll be flat if it's all at that level. Yeah, I she was a she's a great mentor for the girls. Oh, I, like I fucking love when Peaches Christ is on Dragula. I'm a huge fucking huge fan of Peaches Christ. Oh, um, I am. Me and the hubby's bucket, one of our bucket list items is to do the Peaches Christ haunted house one year. Um, because it's oh, like, the, yeah, the, you can like, you can sign up to be like grabbed and pulled away from your group and like have people like whisper pair. shit in your ear. Oh yeah, like you can get like a full, full experience. The Vault of Terror, yeah. I've been to Peaches Christ show and I've met her. Like, well, I've had like the photo ops with her. Yeah. Total sweetheart, very. Uh, yeah. Fucking love her. The peaches iced eye, eyebrow, like uh, fear. The uh, eyebrow, fright. 
Sorry. That, that was the, that was the tea that they had to do features like iconic eyebrows. I was screaming at the TV. I was just like jumping up and down, I'm like yay! If I runs like he, she has the and he like draws like does like this like fake like eyebrow shape on his face with like his finger. I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. It's just it fucking killed me. I love how Byron hears Peach's Christ and he's just like this one and like does like the <laughs> eyebrow shape. <laughs> like that's how he knows. Like that's how he knows. I was living. There's a there's few queens that have iconic looks. Coco Peru with her red wig. Absolutely. Um Jackie Peach's Beats face. Jackie Beats Christ. Whole, whole thing. Whole eyebrows. Thing. Ja- uh Peach's eyebrow. Um Bianca Del Rio's makeup. Too, yeah, like, the, the the Trixie makeup's pretty iconic. Um, the Magnolia Crawford nose will always be iconic. I love a good swordfish moment. Um, we stand, <laughs> we stand with the swordfish nose. That still kills me. But there's very few queens that have like that iconic, and then you have legends like Jackie and Peaches who are known not for only for their wit. And their work, but also like there's like a key part of their makeup. Like I can see, like I can close my eye, not even close my eyes and see like Jackie Beats eye makeup. Yeah, her lips, her and eyes. Lips, like, yeah. Her whole face is iconic, but Peaches' eyebrows. Oh my god. Yeah, so the, the eyebrows and the way she places her eyeshadow is just like it's yeah, it's it's fucking iconic. I love that Zava went like full on. She's like, I'm not just drawing these eyebrows, I'm putting on the fucking eye. The fucking eyeshadow, the everything. Zava went all the way. Zava yeah. won, didn't she? She did win. Um, I think she won. Yeah, she won two fright feats, which is like fucking fantastic. Um, because I feel like on this show, it's not actually a handicap, unlike some other shows where winning the yeah and the- mini challenge can be a handicap well, and a sign our- that you're going home. For our um, listeners, yes, we are purposely avoiding naming the other show. For this episode alone, um, episode alone, we're focusing more on Dragula because, yeah, it's fucking delicious right now. Uh, it's hot, 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 hot. Um, and it's just been fucking fantastic to get back into it. It's not overplayed, and there's not 50,000 different spin offs. Absolutely. Um, we will be talking about, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Canada's Drag Race later, but, um, yeah. Oh my god, I do want to mention um honorable mention to the Sigourney Beaver literal caterpillar eyebrows. <laughs> oh my god, yes, yes. Love I was it. just like gagged that like that's what she did. Like it was just like so fucking funny that she was just like, well, they said caterpillar brows, so I'm gonna like I'm gonna do that shape, but take it so fucking extra literal and put little legs on them. <laughs> like Oh, she did she did and Peaches was kind of impressed. Oh yeah, because they were like they were the right shape and they were literal fucking caterpillars. Yeah, but I love I loved her judges like no, didn't go far enough. Yeah. Too far. Yeah, that's a little more John Wayne Gacy than I like to see myself as. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking oh, comment to it. say, right? Like what 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 a fucking thing to have to say about someone who did makeup to like interpret yours. Right, it's like, and and what what a reference though. Right though, it's like please don't. Do you really see me as a murdering clown? 
like a homosexual murdering clown. What you can the fuck? see me as a clown, just not a murdering clown. It was oh fucking hilarious, though. It that fucking was killed me. The best. There I were so many fucking Christ. highlights this season. Like, right? Oh my god! Can we please the the bike, the car challenge, the go kart? Oh my god! I want it. Like that was something. Like I would just like. Can we like? I hope that because clearly all the other contestants were there, um, dressed up in their like fucked up clown drag, right? So like. I really hope that um, everyone got to race in those. At some point, yeah. Yeah, like I really hope they let everyone have a turn and they like, you know what I mean? Like they did the filming with the four, the, like the top four, but then like just for shits and giggles, like, you know, maybe some of the crew got to have a race and maybe no. some of the other contestants got to have a race and <laughs> maybe the boulets had some fun. I mean, I know they, they talked oh. about the, um, the grave challenge and like how those like were like, legit like six feet down graves that were dug to put those fucking coffins oh, in um the very live challenge yeah like those were like proper like six foot graves they were like oh. swearing up and down on the podcast they're like no like apparently swan hopped in and took like a picture from like looking out like with the phone like her camera <laughs> just, yeah. like yeah so like they actually did like proper like six foot graves and i know they partook in some of the exterminations themselves actually um they did the dreadnought uh, electrocutioner uh, i believe they mentioned they did the like the suffocation latex wall thing oh. um, and i i think i actually heard on what was it um a spooky what was it uh, the sloppy seconds does a dragula review because it's big dipper and meatball and meatball was okay. on dragula yeah season one i think Yes. Um, so they do a review and I think it was, I heard there that like, um, so that room where you like get tilted backwards and like drop out and like the electrocutioner and stuff like that is all in like this like place in California. Makes sense. Yeah. So like, I think it would make sense that that was like part of the haunted house or something like that, that they used because I know they had minimal sets this year just because of COVID oh, and like they said, like when they were filming, like things were like, po like could possibly get shut down at any time. It wasn't like 100% certain that they could actually get the whole season filmed. And so, you know, they really had to keep a minimal people coming in and out on set. So like they decided to have more fun with the exterminations this year because they couldn't have as many stunt coordinators. Like they couldn't take people to jump out of a plane where they'd be around a whole bunch of other people and stuff like that so and i think too like I, i'm not surprised that they took part or they were um like they tested right it out themselves. daddy's recording thank you sorry <laughs> for baby. my fucking cats which for baby <laughs> no jordan just walks around screaming sometimes um okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, like literally had to like yeah, and I'm not. That's that's just gonna stay. I don't care. Um But no, yeah, I'm not surprised they tested it out some of it themselves. Like um they're they're interesting people. Like they've they're said so it weird and campy, I love them. Like Oh no, but they've said it before and I don't know if I mentioned this. Um they have like they've done this thing called um Couples for Cash, which they used to do with all the, the drag race couples and like besties for cash for the best friends and all that. And they would say, like they say, oh, 
we have a million different drag personas. It's like, you could see us like this. You see us out of drag, you don't know who we are. We could be in drag as a totally different concept. You won't know who we are. It's like, we don't do drag often other than for the show and our parties. But when we do drag to party, like to go out and party, we always nearly get arrested. Jesus. Yeah. They're fucking bananas. I love them though. They're fucking so weird. I'm like, that's why I love, like, I love the like little snippets. Um, Oh my God, we've made it full circle. Um, Oh no, we didn't talk about Killer Clowns. Um, Killer Clowns is like, I don't know, wasn't my favorite. Um, I, I'm not a big clown person. Like, um, I like, I like clowns in like the context of a haunted house. So I think if you were to put me into a haunted house and have all of those characters come like come out at me or have to like experience some type of like, you know what I mean? Like be around those characters in that environment. Right. Holy shit. That would have been amazing. Oh my God. They should have taken them and put them in a fucking haunted house and just like run oh COVID they couldn't do it but like run like fucking 10 strangers through and be like who fucking scared you the most that should have been the fucking challenge uh, <laughs> cause like 10 out of 10 would sign up for that haunted house yeah I think out of that one <laughs> like all of them together were like just so like great for like a haunted house because like yeah. They were all on the same theme, but then they all had something different that you could like put them in a different room. Right. I I kind of agree with um with the bullies when they when they were talking about um saints. Like that that you had to have like contextual like backdrops, I think, to understand the whole thing for it to be killer clown. But mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Oh my god, like if that character like slowly crawl like hand out from behind like a box or something like a mime fucking terrifying in a haunted house 10 out of 10 aunt for me saints was the scariest Dolly's like, was legitimately really the scariest for me was saints clown it was like if that well, no, like, if terrifying. i saw that in an alley or something or at a halloween party i would be a little fucking scared no, and i love like what you did with that with the hands like help me oh please help me oh fuck me and i get that they were like it reads more like like tortured than killer killer but like i i don't know like i lived um i I see like they judge on very specific criteria each week so thanks look was amazing what the one i i kind of got and i felt fit the brief the most was dolly's gummy with like how she made her her like not like she put paste over her her teeth to make it look like she had gum she had no tooth yeah no te- that was an awesome concept yeah that one was really freaky i wish they hadn't have thrown red light on that outfit because during the performance like it wasn't until they like walked out on like the stage for critiques i was like holy shit that color palette's fantastic um, cause the red light just muted the whole thing. Yeah. It was what, a candy corn color. Con- yeah. Color. It was, it was white, orange, and yellow. So the red light just muted everything to red. Yeah. That, that sucked. Um, so I, I just, I wish they had even like, I, I know that like they kind of give like the same color of lights for everyone and that's fine. It makes sense that it should be fair. I just wish that even they had had like, um, 
at one point just like a flash of white light on Dolly just to really like showcase that color palette because that color palette was well done yeah no they even said it like that's such a that color palette is unique Mm -hmm. to have pulled it off the way she did and the the drill oh my god that drill yeah I do um as someone who uses power tools I do not appreciate the abuse of the power tool by painting it but um that's for another time agreed (laughs) hey I love a good drill uh, yeah, I love a good drill. Uh, I don't think I could ever bring myself to put paint on it. Um, I think the only way I could do that, unless it was like a drill that was like going to go into the garbage. So I just pray that that was the that was the case for that drill, because I don't I, think I, I don't, could just paint my drill. I don't doubt it. <coughs> I don't doubt it's one of those. Oh, it's gonna go on the in the garbage kind of thing. Unless yeah, she I kept so. for like for two, what if she's using that look again? Oh, so yeah, and then that would make sense to just get like a twenty dollar power drill and do that. Well, a lot of them, that's what they do. They do the looks over and. Well, Jade over. smashed a fucking guitar. <laughs> oh my god, we didn't even talk about the bigger fest that was Monsters of Rock. Oh gosh! Yes, yes, that was yes, cute. Yeah. It was just like okay, we'll just like we'll touch on it briefly. We don't have to really go into it. Um, I just want to say that uh, single-handedly, one of the best pieces of television this year. Um, give them the fucking Emmy. Um, the monster, that, that fucking monster Christ! Monster. So good. Um, oh my god, that entire like they. They found all the key sound bites in that argument. They really fucking did. And there was like three fucking arguments happening at the same time in the cauldron. <laughs> oh God, yeah. And they still found every single fucking sound bite. Like, um, I know they mentioned this in the podcast, which is why I'm just gonna bring up this one quickly, but the um Hoso, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. <laughs> Like they got, yeah. they got everything. They got, they got all the choice bits, and they made sure that we. Not only do we understand what was going on and all that bickering, but like we got all the choice sound bites, and give them the fucking Emmy for that. Shout out to the fucking Boulets and their team because right, so good. Oh my god, um, the other show could learn a lesson from editing fights to such, to such perfection because I have never seen bickering, like literally like I was like getting Natalie Nunn and fucking um fuck um flow fight flashbacks from Bad Girls Club like that's where it took me it took me into this like strange fucking place Like, like, I was waiting for someone to just start hand clapping. I run LA. I run LA. I run LA. Like, <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it as far as bad girls because I've never seen an episode. Oh my god! And it just—it was um, yeah. Like it was just such a. It was edited beautifully. Like, like those those girls took it. Like it was just, it was a perfect storm of perfect TV reality tv that is but like you know what i mean like it was just perfection it was absolute perfection they got all the good bits like 
I, I like I feel like obviously it was edited down, but I feel like I got everything I needed. Right? And the, you you get the that the boules respect the girls and take, you know, their their care and their concern seriously, but they also know how to make get the good work. bits. They know how to make really good TV and how to to do that in a in a in the right way. Absolutely. Um I think that's a good place to end our Dracula chat on. Agreed. So shout out to the Blaze. We love you. Um, you guys are fucking fantastic. Um yeah, and then we'll just like quickly touch on we have our final three for Canada's drag race, and obviously as a citizen of Canada land I participate in Drag Race Canada so our final three is Pythia Isis Couture and Kendall Gender and we lost Geometric at the reunion slash lip sync battle yeah that was an interesting twist for me I enjoyed it I thought it was a great choice. I was kind of hoping that they were going to like put the girls with drinks and tables in front and let them watch the whole fucking Shablam show. But, you know. I would say, I thought they, they would have done that too, but no. They did let them, I think they were watching it in the back, but I would have just like, I would have loved like that audience for the girls because like the lip syncs were fantastic. I feel like that audience would have just like really, really, really like hammered it home yeah just amped it up so much more and just like really like you know giving everyone a good time because like you know everyone's there for the fucking reunion they all got fucking dressed up you know like give them a seat and a drink and a table in the in the front area in front of the stage and let them watch a show yeah for sure it's so good give them some tip and give them some fives and tens let them tip the girls you know what i mean like let's have a drag show yeah, it, they did really good though with the. Um, it was a good, yeah. It was a really good choice. I liked that we got to have like chit chat and catch up, and then also, you know, we also got to see decide the final three. Holy shit, that was fucking nerve wracking. Um, I okay, so when I heard that "Call Me Mother" was going to be that last lip sync song, I was like, shit, because that is a very hard song. Yeah, it is. I know almost all of that song. Whoa. And it's it's really tricky. It's taken me a long time to learn it. <laughs> it's taken me a long time. Um, yeah, it's not an easy song to learn. So I don't know how much time these girls had to learn that song. But the fact well, that Pythia knew every fucking word. Well, if, if it's anything like Drag Race, U.S. supposedly, and we've talked about this briefly. They basically give you an iPod with all the songs. Yeah. You just don't know exactly which song is gonna go when. Okay, so let like I let let's say they had a month or two. That's not enough time to learn "Call Me Mother" yeah. on its own, let alone yeah. other songs with it. Yeah, but if if you figure that they focus on maybe one or two songs a day. And maybe they add Call Me Mother every day. It could be. That's that's ridiculous. But I was just... The fact that both of them nailed that fucking... The words to that song was very impressive. 
So the that is a really hard song. RuPaul has admittedly said that it took her a hot minute to get that song down in the booth. That was not a one taker for her. So. Oh yeah, no, that couldn't have been. Yeah, and she said that. Well, she said that to Ben when Ben slayed it in that um, challenge for All Stars. Oh wow. Yeah, she said like she had said that's a very difficult song to learn. So. Shout out to Gia and Pythia. Um, Pythia beat out Gia, obviously, to go to the top three. So this week we will find out who our winner, our second winner of Canada's Drag Race is. And I think they're already auditioning for season three to catch up because COVID. Oh, I'm sure they've already. Re- I think the first two seasons, if I were, if it's anything like what I think it is, and from what I've been hearing, and I'm sure you've heard from hot goth since you love to listen to Willems and Alaska's podcast. Um, They don't really talk about Canada's Drag Race. That's actually more of a Latrice Manila thing. Well, no, I just mean in general. With Drag Race, usually the first two main seasons is um, auditions. They might reach out to some some of the other queens that auditioned for season one on two. But after like two or three seasons, they pretty much reach out to the queens already and maybe have tapes of the auditions they look at for a couple. But the cast is pretty much decided before they even announce the auditions. Oh, yeah, so. That's my understanding. We shall see, but um, I am... Well, like who, I'm, I would be happy with Isis or there you go. You answered my question. One, just because I really love them, but I really want Pippi to win, just because I just fucking love her drag. It's so weird. It's so all over the place. So imaginative. Yeah, I just I love it. So that's where I stand on that. I I like I um I know the prom makeover episode was kind of meh but that episode really kind of warmed me to isis yeah when she was talking to her team um who happened to be trans um and Mm. a person of color and they're like and the team broke down like i'm i'm tired of doing this alone but i and she's like you're not going to be alone ever again yeah say i'll give you my personal contact information you give me a call like you reach out you're not alone yeah no i fucking i've really enjoyed isis i've enjoyed her fucking looks oh her looks are stunning but like as a person that warmed me up to her a lot more yeah isis and pythia for the win for either one of i'm good for either one yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at for that so but wow, that was a that was a hell of a review. That was shit. No, maybe the maybe we should um, we're definitely gonna redo review the finale of Dracula. Absolutely, um, we're gonna be taking the week of Christmas off. Yes. Um, and then we'll be back on New Year's Eve, where we'll discuss the finale of. Canada's Drag Race. We'll discuss the finale of Dragula. Um, we can also then we can then then we can finally talk about the season fourteen cast. I'm not rushing into anything. Um, Take my I, I sweet ass time with things now. 
I still haven't seen the Meet the Queens. Either have I, and I'm waiting until the two things that I'm really enjoying right now are over. So. Yeah, kind of the same. So I we'll refuse go, to give we'll, myself drag fatigue. We'll, yeah, we'll dive into the season 14 cast uh, after we get the chance to review the amazing Dragula finale and Canada's Drag Race. And we'll be talking about season 14 anyway, because I believe it is coming in February. I think it's in January, actually. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's like January 6th or something. It's like right around the corner. There you go. Let me, uh-huh. I'm just curious. Have you even looked at uh, can, uh, Drag Race Italia? Nope. Yeah, me. I saw like one episode. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I just, there's certain franchises I'm not going to try and watch unless like I absolutely have the time. I'm just, I'm too busy right now. I have too much going on. My cats are keeping no. me busy too. So it's just, no, yeah. I tried. It's like, you know what? Nope. I'm not touching it. Holland, I'll make the time for. Holland has amazing queens. Yeah. I'm like, I'll get to Holland when I have the time. I still haven't watched that, but. But yeah. And I think on that note. Real life. And I think on that note, real life is calling us. All right. Well, then we will see everyone on the 31st. All right. Talk to you guys later. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.